0: China. China.
1: Yo, yo, this is Justin, Justin. B. Bieber.
0: Hey, it's Ariana Grande. Just the interviews. A Zach Sang Show exclusive podcast. Zach Sang Show. Fancy Haygood's here. What's okay. Up?
1: Hi, Fancy. <laughs> Hi.
0: Are you happy that nobody is... At, is like When people see you, right, or meet you, do you always naturally hear the who is fancy thing? Who are you? Constant jokes? Nonsense? Um,
1: sometimes that, but mostly it's like... Oh, you fancy, huh? Or like uh, the, the Iggy Azalea song, or if I'm in the South, I came from Nashville. It's the Reba thing, so oh. it's always something.
0: You're going back to Nashville this weekend?
1: I am. Yeah. Yeah. What are you going? Are you going back to write? Um, I'll probably do some writing while I'm there. It always eventually happens, just yeah. even if I plan on it or not. Um, but I'm really just going to spend Thanksgiving with like my Nashville friends. Oh, cool. Yeah.
0: Do you consider Nashville home?
1: Mm-hmm. Definitely.
0: Like was, h- home over L.A.
1: Yeah. You know, I'm just getting to a, a point in my life where I consider L.A. just as much home as Nashville, but yeah. it's taking me like two and a half years, but um, yeah, I'm to a point now where I'm in Nashville, I miss Los Angeles, Yeah. so that's taking me a minute, but I am there now.
0: Where do you feel more accepted, L.A. or Nashville?
1: Um, I'm pretty much the same brand of crazy in both cities, <laughs> so... <laughs> <laughs> I mean,
0: to say there's a brand of crazy around you, I think is an understatement. Yeah. <laughs> The last time I saw you, I'm trying to like remember. Like I'm as I'm looking at you and we're talking, I'm having like flashbacks <laughs> to Megan's party uh, like a week or two ago.
1: Yeah, it's uh, all blurred. It's a drunk haze. Honestly, I need. I don't have any self control whatsoever when there's an open bar. Like yeah, it's bad because if I have to pay for my alcohol, I'm really good at like <laughs> getting other people to either buy it <laughs> or just like making sure I don't drink as much. But, but when but, it's an open bar. There's, I go all in.
0: There's no part of you when you have to pay for booze, because you're successful, you're a successful songwriter, you are mm-hmm. a successful artist, there's no part of you, and it's like, I'll pick up this round.
1: No, absolutely <laughs> not. That's <song>, Zero? <laughs> yeah, no. I am a pearl, and I'm to be treasured, and men wow. should be buying me everything.
0: <laughs> Love your confidence. Thank Love you. it.
1: That's the I j- <laughs> <laughs> Love it.
0: See, I feel the opposite. I feel like I need to over... Indulge, You know, I need to, like, I need to make sure everybody's taken care of.
1: Yeah, that's why I find people like you at parties.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> okay. I'm like, thanks for this drink. Are there any snacks around?
0: <laughs> <laughs> Open bar. You, I mean, you did well at the party. I feel like you you worked the room quite nicely, you think?
1: I'm a social butterfly. I, I worked the room nicely until a certain point. When I get yeah. to, like, that seventh drink, it's like... Mm. Um, I was watching this uh, Netflix thing, and this comedian was talking about party goblins. Yeah. how yes. there's like party goblins living in the back of everyone's mind. <laughs> I, 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 yeah. M- mine gets a lot of like airtime. <laughs> My party goblins. But do you
0: make it a point to see everybody?
1: No, usually I just like and like. You know, I'm, I'm I actually have a lot of social anxiety, which okay. is like surprising because I'm so extroverted and whatnot. But in a big crowd like that, I get very like nervous and like antsy and like especially like with like the small talk like with people you don't know really well but like you have to like what are you up to what are you doing what are you working on all that it makes me very anxious so that's why I like end up at the open bar because it just like kind of opens me up I'm fine and then all of a sudden I'm like they're like, "How are you?" And I'm like, "Well, let me tell you."
0: <laughs> <laughs> I I really enjoyed your life story at the party. I really we had a really great conversation. Yeah. And I'm happy you're here.
1: Thank you. I'm happy to be here.
0: Because you have, I mean, seriously, you're an incredible musician. Thank you. You've you've written incredible songs. Uh, how often are you writing now?
1: I mean, I write all the time. I constantly have something going on in my head. It's like a it's a radio that doesn't stop playing.
0: But are you programmed right now for fancy Hey good or are you programmed to write for somebody else?
1: Um the way I write, I'm I'm pretty Nashville. the way I write. I write yeah. how I feel. So a lot of everything comes out and it's like my stories, it's my feelings, it's what I'm going through. So it comes for myself, I'm always just kind of writing. Um, but that's why I'm signed to like different publishing places. Yes. And like so if an opportunity comes up where people are like, Hey, can you like can we pitch this song over here? I don't mind that. Okay. especially if I write so much that it's like there's very few songs that I'm like, this is mine.
0: Are are there any songs in transit right now that you're waiting to get with other artists?
1: Um, Not that I know of at the moment. Yeah? No. Yeah, I'm just kind of like in, like, in my own creative space, just kind of like really diving in on what I want to put out for my project.
0: Which, by the way, I mean, dude, the single Seven Minutes in Heaven is thank phenomenal. You, and you, you were describing it to me when we were talking at the party. And you, first of all, you described it spot on. And the hooks were, <laughs> are phenomenal. Thank you. It's, and it really is a great song, and it's a great song for you, but is there a part of you that maybe gets nervous that this song deserves to be a smash, right? Mm-hmm. Every makings of a smash live in that song. Mm-hmm. But is there a part of you that thinks, you know what, maybe I'm not the person to make that song a smash, but if it went to a Beyonce or whoever, Listen, if it Beyonce, would have a new life.
1: If Beyonce wants to call me anytime and ask me mm-hmm. for anything... You're in. I'm going to give it to her. Like, whatever. <laughs> I think I think as an artist, I got into this industry uh, with the passion to perform mm-hmm. and to write. So for myself, I feel like I always have to bet on myself. I have, I always have to think of, you know, what's best for me, what inspires me, what motivates me. And um, I'm not really a behind-the-scenes person. It's yeah. not my vibe. It's not... I didn't get into this industry to write music for other people. Um, to You know, that ends up being like, kind of, like, unfulfilling for me. Like, you know, yeah. I just wrote this past summer, they put out a song, uh, Christina Aguilera, and it's called Change. Yeah. Something like that, when it's impactful, when, like, when an artist can bring a message, like, because all of the money for that went to the uh, Miami victims. Yes. And so when something like that happens, obviously I see how it's important for someone like Christina Aguilera to, to sing, sing the song, because more people will hear it in this moment in time. But I'm building right now, and I'm, like, trying to create a foundation, and I have a lot of great music, and it's... Uh, it's. um it's my stories. These are, this is my life. And I think some of these songs are only things I can say and narratives that only can come from my point of view. Who's going to sing about having a crush on someone in the closet better than me, you know?
0: (laughs) What in your life happened that you were like, you know what? These stories shouldn't be told by somebody else.
1: I think just constantly growing up in, I grew up in Arkansas, then moved to Nashville and then eventually came here and constantly that push of like people telling me what I will and won't be like all Everyone always wants me to, like, take the low-hanging fruit. You know what I'm saying? So it's like when I was in Arkansas, it's like, oh, don't move to Nashville. You'll be a small fish in a big pond. Like, stay here and be a worship leader. (laughs) (laughs) i'm very charismatic you know what i mean so um wow then moving to nashville and it being like oh you're like i was selling out shows on my own it's like oh you're amazing let's sign you to a writing deal yeah and then you know signing the writing deal then it's like me like pushing for my artistry because that's what i was doing in the first place and then you know that it kind of just everyone seemed being like you're a writer you're a writer but i think it's just easier for people to see me as a writer because of the obvious obstacles, which a lot of people don't want to say because being PC, but like I'm openly gay and I'm yeah. not shy about it. And I sing about it. And um, obviously in the seven minutes video, Boys,
0: you're uh, yeah, it's a beautiful music video. Thank you, and you are open about it. And that is, I mean, that you 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 told me right when we were talking, you've had two big obstacles, right? You being who you are, Mm -hmm. openly gay, and you did you just lost a ton of weight, right?
1: Yeah, I'd be in the gym working on my fitness. Congratulations, (laughs) (laughs) that's awesome. (laughs) Thanks.
0: I mean, what do you think of society when when? you're hit with those types of notes. Notes that don't even have anything to do with your music because they know your songs are could be hits.
1: Yeah. I mean, listen, I became fancy because the conversation around my music when I was you know, playing in Nashville yeah. was never about my music. It was never about my talent. It was about my sexuality. And it, if I was or if I wasn't, and that's why I became fancy is because it just kind of obviously answered that question. It, it just kind of took the, is you gay? Yeah. out of the picture and people could start focusing on my art and what I did versus you know, who I was or what I liked or what I didn't like. Yeah. It's very, and and honestly, it took me 20 years to come to terms with my own sexuality. So I don't expect people to overnight just be like, understand, I get it, but I do think it's important for there to be this narrative in the world. I think it's important for there to be someone saying, I like boys and not only is that okay, but it's not different. I'm not different because I like boys. I love the same way as everyone else. And I think it's important for boys like me who are growing up in Arkansas, for boys like me that are in Louisiana, yeah. Mississippi, North Carolina, all and now Trump Nation, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? I think it's important for there to be a narrative that says, this is who I am, this is how I feel, and it's okay, and it's not different.
0: I couldn't agree with you more. Yeah. Are you? Do you believe that you have the bravery to really combat that?
1: Yeah. I'm not scared of nobody. Nice. <laughs> well, whose idea was it to hide your identity at first, like the whole who is fancy thing? Um, I was signed. I was signed to SP Projects with Scooter Braun, and um, I, there was a lot of talk about how we roll, you know, me out. I was an unknown artist. I had one song to my catalog for my artistry. Everything else I had written was for other people or uh, country. So um, I think a lot of people were nervous about just like throwing me out in the spotlight because there wasn't a ton to really be working with at the time. And um, so when it when it came. And they presented that to me about being a mystery. It was more about, you know, having a viral, like, sensation, like this yeah. mystery, mm-hmm. and then, you know, launching on Fallon. So, and that's what we did. I mean, we we did that, and goodbye, went to 28 on the pop chart, and, I mean, that's, like, what it was, and it was exciting, and then, you know, it just wasn't the right match, that whole um, me doing what I want to do and have the uh, the vision I have and then, you know, working within that system that, you know, wants everything to be, like, a Perfect. formula and yeah. like, and that's just not me. And I think I, I just kind of have to, and, and that's no knock on anyone no. or scooter or anything. It's just like, I just, I I've, I've taken this year to really like get back to the basics yeah. and like just kind of figure out what it is I want to say, who it is I want to be and what part of myself I want to give to other people.
0: Are you upset that they didn't give you more time or do you see it as a fate move?
1: Um, I think everything happens for a reason. Yeah. I can't look back and think, um... I have no regrets. I have no, um, I was just on the phone this morning with my previous day-to-day manager. I mean, there's, there's no bitter, um, relationships. It's just one of those things I can't help but remember a year before, you know, goodbye was on the charts. I was being told you're not an artist. This song's not a hit. You know, you, this won't ever happen by many people. And then, you know, Scooter and Republic, they took me there and they proved to people that that is what I am and I can do it and I can be successful and um, it proved to me that as well, and it proved to me that I was right. So leaving leaving the label system and leaving, you know, a giant manager like that, it's just, for, you know, for myself, it's like I just have to remain confident because I've been told no before, and I've yeah. been told no before that. And it's like I'm always probably going to be told no, but I've always pushed through, and I've always done exactly what I, yeah. I wanted to do. So, And I also
0: feel like you're knocking over some walls too.
1: I hope so. I mean, yeah. it's kind of, you know— it, in this industry, it's like highs and lows. You know what I'm saying? So Always. it's like sometimes you're on cloud nine, and other times you like really feel the struggle. And I'm not gonna lie, I'm a, I'm in a season where like it's a little bit like yeah. touch and go. And there's exciting moments, and there's like really hard moments. But I just feel really passionate about the uh, art I'm getting to make. And I'm cool. getting to make it without any other voices in my head. I'm 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 back to me. I'm back to the re- the person that w- was fancy when I became fancy. Yeah. And I'm singing, I'm writing and singing songs that, you know, are my story, yeah. which I know there's so many people in this country. I was always having to reach to like a Christina Aguilera or a Beyonce or a Britney Spears or Katy Perry to feel like, you know, to reach to like really have a song that I understood because they were all singing about boys. They're yeah. singing about men. And like, I didn't have, like I had to reach to women and I don't think in the LGBTQ Q+, plus all the other letters, yeah. <laughs> community, I don't think they have people really to on Top 40 Radio I'm with you. to reach out to and, and be like, this is my story, this is how I feel. And it's not reaching because I am them. Yeah. I'm from their community, and I'm not being ambiguous. I refuse to. It's not my vibe.
0: What, what do you think needs to change in society for it to be more widely accepted? Do you believe people won't play your record maybe because you're gay?
1: No, I mean people played my record and I was yeah. gay, so that's what that's how that's how I I just I think for myself yeah. I need to find I have to find the right people that are gonna like take me from A to B. That that's are gonna, it. They're gonna push through with me. That like when things are hard, when things like you know aren't the best, it's like they're gonna push because they believe in it and they believe in me. And I I, I want to get back to like performing all the time and really getting out and and building a fan base. And like I haven't really done that many shows. Mm-hmm. Um, Across the country. I mean, I, I went with Ariana on tour and that was amazing. Oh,
0: great show, by the way, you put on.
1: Thank you. And that was amazing. And, um, but, you know, I think it's time that I like, I wanna go to like the gay bars and I wanna perform there and I wanna get like <laughs> yes. really in the trenches and like let people know exactly who I am and what I stand for. And, um, and I think
0: that's really important, right? Because
1: I think so too, yeah.
0: Y- y- you gotta, uh, the way I see it too is like we do live in a heteronormative society. For sure. You know, obviously. And I think people are afraid of what they do not know. So there's yeah. all, consistently an education process that comes and along think, with that.
1: I think with me, I'm the kind of person, you know exactly who I am within 10 minutes of like speaking to me. Yes. And I, there's not a lot of ambiguity. What's that word? I have a GED. So I always I go to say big <laughs> words and then I guess like ambiguity, right? That's pretty close. That I is think. close enough. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Whatever we that can't word say is, I have, I have none of it. And it's like, um, I think it's just kind of like, I watched... I mean my career started in Nashville. Yeah. My artist career started in Nashville, Which is, Tennessee. Come on. So it's like I can't believe in that whole heteronormative yes. you can't be successful if you're this or that or whatever. You came out of I'm, Arkansas. One hundred percent. And like I look at some of my like some of my you know, the people I look up to the most. Adele, she's a big girl and yeah. she sold more records than anybody. Mm-hmm. It's like I can't think that my weight is really an issue even when the industry wants to tell me it is. I can't believe that my sexuality is an issue when the industry tells me it is I just think I'm gonna let my music speak for itself and I'm gonna keep pushing it's like I mean we, talk, we talked about my confidence earlier it's yeah. like I've already been told no by the, the you know the but, biggest names <laughs> you can't get it. like if that doesn't stop me I don't know what else can that's exactly it <laughs> I'm just gonna keep finding open bars and writing my songs.
0: You send very nice gifts. You send kimonos. Yeah. I was with Ari when she got that gift.
1: Oh, amazing. Yeah. It was
0: was beautiful.
1: Thank you. It was quite nice. I went through a phase where I like designed kimonos. Okay. I like to wear them because when I was a bigger dude, I like to wear like flowy, very slimming. Yeah. You wear all black underneath, and then like the kimono, and it's like you'll never know. No one knows. Floating Floating head. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's not how it worked. And my (laughs) my then team was very quick to tell me that's not how it worked. But yeah, so when I did Dancing with the Stars with Ari and Megan, um, I get I, I made them both kimonos from my line.
0: They're perfect.
1: Yeah, they're like they're like. I guess they're like one of two other people outside from myself that own a wow. fancy original kimono. Wow.
0: Well. They yeah. should l- touch it every day at least once.
1: Yeah, Ari's was pink, yes. and Megan's was gold.
0: Very, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I saw our Megan's online, but yeah. the Ari one was beautiful. Thank you. It was very, very nice. I'll,
1: make, I'll get you one just like it. Oh, th- thank you. You're Please, welcome. i do do that. I'm, I will wear it every day, and you know I will. I know. That's why I'm saying don't do it. <laughs> it's sick.
0: Really, really sick. Okay. It's amazing. You got your fancy name from Forever 21?
1: hmm Yeah, I worked at Forever 21. <laughs> Wasn't their employee of the month ever, but <laughs> I, I did work there for a very long time. How many years? Um, I want to say, like, almost two. Oh, wow. Yeah. That's good. And the turnover at Forever 21 is so high that, like, it was actually quite impressive Yeah, mm. that I was there I'm as sure. long as I was.
0: But I feel like people, you radiate good good vibes. People want to be around you.
1: I mean, I still see some of my, like, coworkers from back then yeah. and some of my managers, and it's really funny because, I mean, I don't know how I had a job because I did <laughs> not do Anything and I still run into people in Nashville that'll be like, Oh, you checked me out at Forever 21 once. And I'm like, That's how you know me. <laughs> <laughs> Excuse me, I've been on national television several times, and you know me because I was rude to you at Forever 21. <laughs> what
0: hey, you made an impression?
1: I always seem to. That's it, <laughs> one way or the other. So are you working on a new album? Yeah. <laughs> like, okay. <laughs> when can we expect that? I've made at least twelve albums this past year, and I'm wow. just trying to like narrow it down to see what's what. And then I'm still writing on top of that, so it's like, I mean, I'm a writer at heart. It's like what I mean. It's how I get my emotions in check, and it's how I like express how I feel. And mm. so I'm constantly writing. But yeah, I am. I am working on an album. Any Any idea of when we're gonna expect that at all? Or no idea. <laughs> Don't, I, I mean, I wish I could tell you. I mean. I want to start releasing as much content as possible. I mean, are you funding it yourself? Yeah, I'm a self-made man Very right nice. now. <laughs> Very nice. Yeah. Did you do the music video yourself? I did, yeah.
0: So were you like a line producer, director, did you have many different hats?
1: Um, we hired a director. Okay. Um and then my, I had a lot of help from my friends, and that's why that's you great. know, earlier you asked if LA is home yeah. as much as Nashville, and, and that's what's becoming Real for me is you know days like my when we shot my music video how many friends were on set with me yeah making sure things were you know happening and like my friend um, Scotty choreographed the whole thing cool um and I met him on tour with Ari he he creative directs and
0: Scott and Brian
1: yeah those are my homies love them yeah and all my um, the girls who danced in the video I met pretty much all of them on tour or through awesome. people from tour so and it's become you know they've become my family out here and it makes LA so much more enjoyable when you're because that's what I have in Nashville is. A community of people that I'm creating with constantly. And we're always there for each other. And then, you know, building that in L.A., it's been really fulfilling for me here, too. And, it, you know, it's really helped me get past the whole, you know, getting you know, getting dropped from a label, yeah. getting dropped from management, all of that stuff. It really has not affected me as much as you would think it would because I have such a strong support system of people who believe in me. That's it. Who are also talented themselves. I mean, Megan and Ari, of course, as well. I mean, incredible. everyone's just been super... Um, Helpful to me and has, yeah. have really just, like, I feel, like, rallied around me and, like, built my spirits up. And I think that's how I keep my confidence because I just have such great people around me always.
0: And you know you're talented.
1: And I'm talented AF, so.
0: <laughs> who, is, who is Sapphire?
1: Sapphire is my friend. We just met last week and we've been writing music together. Nice. <laughs> bring bring him along? Well, yes. I, I,
0: how did Sapphire, like, I don't know. He, <laughs> Sapphire just stands just like out in my head. <laughs> yes. How do you... <laughs> So where'd you meet Sapphire?
1: I was in a writing camp last week. Uh, okay. For like a Motown artist. Like Barry Gordon just signed this new artist. And cool. So they asked me if I'd come in and write. And so I said yes. And then they put Sapphire in one of my sessions. He plays saxophone. He's a producer. cool. He's very things. nervous. I'm so nervous. <laughs> <laughs> I like having a straight up panic attack. <laughs> we need to get him a <laughs>
0: microphone. In, in but it, hold on. <laughs> okay. You went to a writing camp.
1: Yeah. So how many how many of these
0: writing camps do you attend?
1: Not that many.
0: How many have you anybody good you've gone to? Did you go to Rihanna's? No. Did you hear about that one? Yeah, I heard it was crazy.
1: I'm sure it was. Yeah. I mean, yeah. if you're trying to make a Rihanna song, I mean, it was like it has to be a-
0: Mansion and chefs, and it was like this big thing.
1: Oh, see, no, and that would probably make me uncomfortable. I'm my name's fancy, but like I don't like bougie things. I'm more of like <laughs> oh, a nice. I like that. Yeah. about Yeah. I'm. I want like Wendy's catered and oh, like yeah. you know what I mean, <laughs> bring in the Wendy's, yeah, <laughs> so do you hang out people that like fancy things? I mean, some of my friends, like, but like I just don't feel like I fit in in those places, like, um, two of my girlfriends, they love the Soho house,, uh, I don't get it, I mean, I, I la- understand like, it like I get it for like dinner if you're eating, but like the whole like I don't feel social there, and it's like a isn't it supposed? It's like a social thing. Social house. Yeah, I don't feel social. No, I don't there. either.
0: I feel uncomfortable.
1: Yeah, but I'd much rather go to a Wendy's. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Wait, hold on. so you feel at home? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Back to the writing camps. Who's right Who? Have, what, what camps have you been at?
1: Um, I once upon a time I was in a Zara Larson writing camp. Cool. And then I was in. Well, Did you? This is like also long ago. I'm like having trouble. It wasn't for an artist, but like a a producer like put me in a writing camp, just to like. Okay. Meeting people. Have
0: any, have any songs of uh, from these writing camps turned into anything? Nah, no,
1: not yet. Hopefully, this this Motown one. We did a really cool song together.
0: So is that okay? That's how the two of you meet. You meet in a writing camp last I'm, week. Last week, and what does <laughs> Sapphire? Sorry, is that your real name? Yeah, it's a beautiful name. I'm just I'm soaking it in still. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, so you, what you, you just you, you meet Sapphire? Yeah, and
1: you just has he been living with you? Like no, he's, <laughs> it's quite the opposite. What you been living with him? <laughs> no, Sapphire. Um, yeah. yeah, kind of. I like so we just became okay. quick friends. Honestly, yeah. Um, and he's a badass producer And all that stuff So I mean Obviously when you find someone That like vibes with you musically You gotta
0: you got to let it ride
1: yeah, yeah Because I'm really With my writing I'm like really quick And yeah. like I can write A lot And I feel so much I'm just a feeler That like music's just always Pouring out of me
0: And it's r- rare to find somebody On your level who can keep up and,
1: 100 So it's like And he's also like young And enthusiastic about music still And that's <laughs> hard to find as well like, yeah. He's genuinely excited Yeah So it's like We just started making music together And then like The writing camp was over And I was like What now? Yeah No more like Because like writing camps They give you like Lunch and dinner Like (laughs) You're you're writing all day You're like in a dope studio And then I was like Now what? And then I was like Should we continue writing? He's like yeah And then he like Came over to my house But I don't have any like Recording Um, setups in my house
0: But Sapphire does
1: Yeah but he lives in Santa Barbara So then I just ended up Going to Santa Barbara with him And I've been there Until just like 20 minutes ago. We just got back.
0: Wow. Santa Barbara's beautiful. Wow. It's amazing. I'm trying to move there. You should. It's what are great. you going to do in Santa Barbara? He's like best
1: friends with my mom now. Yeah. Oh, that's cute. I'm like, we were working all late, so I, 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 I woke up really late. My, him and my mom are like hanging out, like talking about food all the time. <laughs> His mom what? almost has me vegan. What? Almost. I've been vegan for, like, 72 hours. What, wow. 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 That's a long time.
0: Were you vegetarian before? No,
1: you, absolutely not. Did You You saw me at Megan's birthday party. Oh, there you was,
0: love the Pink's hot dogs. Hell yeah, I
1: did. <laughs> <laughs> Those are delicious. They were
0: good. <laughs> so good. But, <laughs> <laughs> I remember us looking at people. It was so early in the party, we were just waiting for somebody to be the first person to get a hot dog. Because yeah. you don't want to be the first person at a party with a foot-long wiener walking around. Honestly, I mean, well, I'm always I mean, the first
1: person at the party at the snack table. <laughs> It's, I'm not even ashamed about it. It's, like, annoying when, like, because why have all these, like, all this food? Yeah.
0: For people who are really going to look at it.
1: Yeah, for, like, L.A. people who are like, oh, I only eat celery. And it's <laughs> like, okay, well, I can't let all this food go to waste because. You'll take it. Yeah. You'll
0: take one for the team.
1: Yeah. I actually got in trouble once at a riding camp many years ago because okay. they just, like, bring food, right? Like, yeah. there's just, like, food galore. And I started bringing my purse. And before. <laughs> <laughs> You're like my grandma. For sure. Before I left, I was like filling my purse with like all of the snacks and whatnot to take home. And the next day, one of the ladies was like, hey, so, um, we try to use like the leftovers for like all week. And I was like, totally. (laughs) Like, she like didn't really call me out, but like, no, but she did. Kind of pass progressive. It was like, don't you, do that. Yeah, you can't well, fill your bag with our snacks. All right, well, do you want me to write hits or not? Yeah. Like, <laughs> You know what I mean? It's like, I'm going to need a snack, and if I'm at home thinking about it, I'm going to need a snack then, like, all of it.
0: It's a constantly need brain food. 100%. You're always going to be thinking about it. I get it.
1: Definitely. But it yeah, makes sense. But <laughs> Sapphire. We were in Santa Barbara, and it, like, I mean, it's the most magical place ever, I think.
0: I, I've never been there.
1: It's really amazing.
0: How far is it? And a half. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's not bad.
1: It's really not bad. It was in my head. It was like really far.
0: Oh, but who drove so you? You were Sapphire.
1: He drove the way there. I drove the way back.
0: Oh, you share a car
1: this weekend We did
0: Wow, you really bonded quickly over a week
1: <laughs> literally in Jeez. The, we're like recording and stuff And then like, he would like say something and I would just like go off and I like had to apologize. I was like, I'm sorry I've been talking to you like I've known you <laughs> for 15 years like you don't deserve this but the- <laughs>
0: Do you like it, Sapphire?
1: Yeah, it's good. What would you say? You said we knew each other in a past life. That's yeah. probably true. Uh, okay. we, probably, yeah, we probably, like, worked together before Chinese in a past life. exercises together.
0: Uh, I, I believe that.
1: <laughs> yeah, he, he's, like, kind of hippie. Like, <laughs> he likes to do, like, he calls them Chinese energy exercises.
0: Oh, what, is, what, what is that? It's a lot. What do you do? What, what is a Chinese energy exercise?
1: Should I just stand up? No. Stand up stand up? <laughs> I think I think you should. I think I, you, you can, can You have a yeah. stage. Yeah. You might as well. What are you gonna do? I was do? gonna do it. Like there are all these different weird what are you doing? Oh. Right? Wait, what is that last one with the ears? <laughs> you like flick your
0: ears. Well, it looks like you got like, some bugs behind your ears. Yeah. Five
1: thousand year old Emperors of China used
0: to do them. And what does that do to me? what will that do to me?
1: <laughs> like harnesses the universe's energy in order to like what are you saying I dig that I dig the I know I dig the universe's
0: energy it's something that I've been looking to harness
1: listen I when he he was telling me about it last week in the studio and I was looking at him like (laughs) next next thing I know I'm in Santa Barbara I'm vegan I'm doing Chinese energy exercises I was like I'm like (laughs) I was like floating wow (laughs) it was weird
0: Such Uh, a crazy uh, thing Classic Sapphire
1: (laughs) Sick Sapphire
0: Sapphire you're a good sport Thanks for hanging out with us Fancy Hey Good everybody My new favorite person 7 Minutes (laughs) in Heaven it is the single It is out right now we're hoping for new music More new music very soon uh, you have our support here, my friend. Hey, are you going to so much.
1: You gonna have to change all your like social media names now? I'm pretty sure they're all changed. Oh, He's really? on it. Mm, last time uh, I,
0: you, the last, when we were talking, you needed to change the YouTube, and they fixed that, right?
1: Uh, maybe if YouTube's not fixed. IDK. Uh, well, Wikipedia is still who is fancy.
0: Well, I mean, who is fancy as...
1: I technically can't change anything on Wikipedia, because if you knew how many times I've tried to correct info, <laughs> and they're like, you can't edit your own Wikipedia page.
0: What, like, how does that, that make sense?
1: That's what I ask. And it, it has to be like an outside source. Like someone from your team can't even do it.
0: Yeah, so, Dan, get on
1: it. <laughs> right, I'll tell you, I got it. I got yeah, it. Edit right, it. it. <laughs> Thank you.
0: Fancy I'll, Hey Good.
1: I'll take you to Chipotle if you do it. I'll let you Ooh. buy me dinner at Chipotle. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Great. What a deal.
0: <laughs> By the way, Dan's never paid for a date ever in his entire existence. I'm not me that. either.
1: Yeah. We, that's a waste. Never? No.
0: Never? You've never paid
1: for anybody's money. I mean, that would be me saying, like, I've gone on, like, a thousand dates, and that's not true either. I just, like, <laughs> but the ones I have been on, I don't want to pay. Like, you're gonna waste your money, and most likely, you're never gonna talk to them. The weekend, and that's an extra like, $20 time, I lost. And that's time I'll never get back. But, by the way, your publicist's face is just like in pure disgrace <laughs> right now. She has no idea. I mean, she doesn't know what she's gotten into. This, the, and this is, this is not even the thick of it, girlfriend, so. Buckle is, up.
0: <laughs> by the way, paying for dates is the cost of doing business, okay? Like, you need to invest to find love, you know? I have wow. a standing Tinder date. It's so romantic. But it's tr- It's the truth. So I, you're saying you need to pay for love? No, but like in order to get to know somebody, food
1: usually is involved. 100% and, and, food should be involved. Yeah, but somebody <laughs> needs to pay for that. The other person will yes. pay for it. Here's I mean, the thing. If I don't ask people on dates, it's not something I do. I would never. I would so never you wait
0: like, for somebody to ask you?
1: 100%. If, and if someone does ask me, like, do you want to go to dinner with me? I'll be like, yeah, I do. And then the assumption there is, is you invited me here. So you're going to pay. 100%.
0: Oh, but I get that. If you're doing the inviting, you got to pay. I'm yeah. with that. And that's the rule I live by, too. But, like, you don't, I, I'm very confused. So you won't ask anybody ever to hang out?
1: I mean, I'll ask someone to hang out, but I'm not asking them on a date. It's not a date.
0: Fancy Haygood.
1: I love that. I L- this might be why I'm single, but I'm betting on myself.
0: <laughs> fancy and You hay-good. should. Fancy sure. hey good. Thank you so much Thank for you guys spending for time. Me. Thank, Thank you Sapphire. Thank you Sapphire. Thank you.
1: Sapphire. <laughs> Thank you. This podcast is part of the Zach Sang Show Podcast
0: Network.